Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you may be. This is Empress Q coming back into the podcast with some new talks, some new discussion this week uh, as we close out this week and move into a new one. I just want to say thank you for those who are supporting me and continuing to show up. I just have so much uh, to give and offer and share as I continue to teach you how to heal yourself. My platform is the Nirvana Lifestyle Network. I am so happy to continue my work under the umbrella of living by design because we are all trying to find a way of how to live our best life each week. And each week I try to give you the best that I got to uh, help you enjoy those things that you move through in your space and time. So today's topic, I'm going to talk about cause and effect, the mystic law of cause and effect within ourself as well as in our environment. You know, mystic law is an understanding that encompasses all of the functions and dynamics in the universe. Sometimes we don't think about what are those elements within the universe that actually govern our being and our environment. And it's doing all of this up under one unit, one auspices of the presence of Yahweh of Elohim, of our source, of he who sent thee. So in every single thing that we do, it causes an effect. Cause and effect. Whether you realize it or not, cause and effect is our karmic experience we create through our thoughts, our actions, and our deeds. And you know, sometimes it can be very, very, um, we can just kind of get into a forgetful mode. We become so comfortable in our day-to-day life that we don't think about what type of cause am I extending out into the universe? What kind of thought am I really sending out when I'm feeling low or when I'm feeling uh, uh, happy? What am I expending outwardly, unconsciously, not being aware of my habitual patterns of thought and behavior within those circumstances that I confront on a day-to-day basis? How? How do I possibly change those patterns in my life? And it's so important that we do that because we tend to react to things that are most definitely expressive uh, as it relates to our life tendencies. You know those tendencies that we have that, um, you know, I can go there, girl, Don't th- those tendencies. <laughs> 
you know, those biases, those dispositions that we have hidden deep within, within inside of us, that's dormant or concealed deep within us that we don't necessarily show all the time. You know, uh, I was in a conversation earlier about triggers. When someone come into your life and they trigger something inside of you, well, that trigger is nothing but a bias or a disposition or an emotion, a feeling that is hidden or concealed deep inside of you that is dormant until something familiar draws it forward, brings it to the forefront. That's what the trigger does. The trigger evolves it and bring it to the forefront so that you are able to say, mm, I, I recognize this circumstance. I recognize this situation. I've been here before. And it often happens to us. Sometimes we're aware of it. Sometimes we're not. But these effects are from all of the causes we have made in the past. All of the causes that we experience in life on a day-to-day -day basis comes from a past thought, a past emotion, a past feeling, a past experience, a past circumstance. It all comes out of our past. The effect will appear through a new situation. We say, oh, you know, I'm over that. I forgave that person. Uh, I'm not even dealing with that anymore. You know, peace out. <laughs> and then a new situation, a new person, a new experience, a new job. Something new that we're not familiar with will bring forth that same or similar experience and greet us once again. And we then interact through the same behavioral patterns of the past. Because the root cause of what we consider, quote unquote, forgiveness has not been dealt with. So we continually repeat an experience that we choose not to identify why is this showing up in my life over and over again. That's karma. Remember of the old saying, what you do comes back to you? That is cause and effect. Karma. We just didn't call it that back in the day, but instead we heard what goes around comes around. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For every action there is an equal and opposite reaction. This is real. It just simply says, it doesn't matter what you call it. The law is the law. And whether you believe it or not, the law will operate not needing your belief system. Because it is a universal law. It is a mystic law. It is something that you have absolutely no control over. And that's what causes sometimes our dilemma. Because we don't want 
negative effects or causes to come back to us in our life, but we have to become more consciously aware of how we think, what we do, what we say, our behavioral patterns that we continuously repeat unconsciously, subliminally. Karma simply tells us that what happens to us in the present is the result of causes we ourselves have set into motion in the past. A friend of mine works at Walmart and they continually have discussion and tell me stories about how people steal. They just go into the store and they steal. You know, they ring up a couple of items and then they uh, don't ring the rest and walk out the store. And it has gotten so bad that they know what time to go in to steal. They know, you know, what items they can walk out with. Uh, they take big pocketbooks and uh, uh, put alcohol or seafood or meat or whatever. I mean, it has just become a perpetual thing amongst a certain group of people who think that they can get away with this for scot-free. But not realizing that maybe 20 years from now or in another lifetime, they, this effect will come back to them. And it may come back in a way that they may not recognize. It, it may not come back in the way of stealing. But the effect, the universe is going to send back that pattern. Whether you believe it or not, whether you understand it or not, whether you honor it or not. It's going to send that pattern back. And so the karma simply tells us that whatever we do, whatever we cause, whatever we set in motion will come back to us in the past and we're going to learn. We're going to learn because it's going to give us an awakening. It is going to give us a teaching based on how deep of the cause we create that is going to be an equal measure. These traditions explain that the soul reaps both the good and the bad. Just as a farmer plants a certain kind of seed and gets a crop, a certain kind of crop, so it is with good and bad deeds. Whatever we sow in our mind, we're going to reap in our environment. We are all a fundamental life state or a life condition. We all have a fundamental life state or a life condition that we create. The world doesn't create it for us. Although we may take various elements from the world to create the life condition that we currently have, but the bottom line is that we extended the invitation to bring in whatever we want into our life and begin to function under that principle. And 
in some measures, the manifestation that is resulting from our karma can be devastating. It is a key role in everything about us. You know, how we think, how we respond to circumstances, even an expression upon our face can definitely send a message, a signal outwardly into the universe. I mean, so strong that people can look at your face, read your face and know exactly what is going on with you. We create karma. We create cause and their effects in everything that we do, in our deeds, our thought, and our words. As we make conscious streams of causes daily, we simultaneously are planting in our, in our lives those seeds or those effects that is going to sprout out externally in our environment. The self will continually stream out, create life conditions, perpetually and simultaneously plant seeds, and their effects will show up in our life, our environment. Our environment is all of those things that we have created that we call our kingdom our kingdom will come will it come in the way that we want it to come it all depends on our dutifulness as it relates to our causes cause and effect are the spiritual principles governing the actions accompanied by its consequences Within our inner self is the cause. The cause is your reason. So we have to ask ourselves, what is my reason for doing this? What is my trigger for doing this? What is my root? What's growing inside that is causing me to do this? And then its effects will play out, will come forth in the environment of our lifestyle. Our environment is our lifestyle. It is our atmosphere. It is the world that we create for ourselves individually. And we bring other people, places, and things collectively within it. It is our ecosystem. We carry our environment with us daily. Simply put, when we dominate our life tendency or our fundamental life condition, we will attract the same tendency into our environment. So if we are aggressive, we will attract aggressive people into our environment. If we are loving and gentle and kind and compassionate, we will attract loving, gentle and kind and compassionate people into the outpicturing of our environment. Our karma embodies our truth. 
and its causes and the effects that arise within us. We create karma every moment, every second of the day in our lives through our thoughts, actions, and deeds. We always talk about words and how powerful they are, and yet we are unconscious of how our karmatic effects bring forth unwanted circumstances. We do not understand and continually show up in our lives. I'm telling you, cause and effect is strict. You don't have to believe it. You don't even have to understand it. It has its own operating system separate and apart from you. It is a mystic law. It is governed by the universe, and the universe is governed by Yahweh God, He who sent everybody here. And everybody will come and go, like the seasons of life. We are seeking to manifest those desires in our life. We must be consciously aware of the condition of our state of mind. What are we thinking? We must be aware of the condition of the state of our emotions. What are we feeling? We must be aware of the conditions of our state of deeds. What are we doing? Although one may not think, speak, or act upon a thought, our emotional state still sends out molecules into time and space without a response. The result will always be inherent, inherent in itself. When we are wishing ill for someone, not being kind to someone, or in disagreement through our words towards someone, being volatile in our expression and energy, that emotion is sent out and returned to you. Whether it's six months, a year, a lifetime, whatever, it's coming back. Good, bad, indifferent, or ugly. Because that is the cycle of perpetual life. It returns back to us through our unrecognizable form or experience equivalent to the emotion that we previously released into the universe. Cause and effect. Cause and effect. I have had my share of effects in my younger years, particularly. <laughs> in my younger years make me mad and I was going to create a whole bunch of causes not understanding and then when the effect came back oh whoa me why me why would this happen to me why do I have to have this experience because we often time forget about the cause unless it Unless the effect happens 
shortly after the cause. That's the only time we'll get the awakening. But most of the time, the effect will come with times, with, with time past. And we'll forget. We'll forget about that thing that we put out there. See, cause and effect is not a quick pro quo. Quick pro quo. Expecting something in return. It's not a quick pro quo. It is a natural and mystical law. We do not know the path in which the effect will return to us. It will come when we least expect. It will come in many ways. It will come in forms that's, that, that we cannot recognize. That's unrecognizable to our soul, to our mind. Unrecognizable in the form that it shows up in. No one can escape the effects of the actions of cause and effect. The mystic law states that whatever thoughts or energy we put out, we get back. Good or bad. It is the sowing and the reaping of those thoughts, actions, and deeds that must be managed. Our thoughts our actions, our deeds, our subliminal scenarios deep within our psyche. We need to pay attention. We need to observe a little deeper what we're thinking, what we're doing, what we're saying, what we're feeling. Once these tendencies or habitual patterns are released, particularly on a continual basis, into universal atmospheres, we no longer have control over the output measures. Because cause and effect are also directly re related to our intentions. What is the intention? What is the objective? What's the goal? What's the plan? What's the cause? For the action that we're putting outwardly. It is also directly related to our beliefs. Our values. Our principles. Our attitudes. And cause and effect is also connected to our interpretation of how we express ourselves, how we analyze things, how we understand things, how we just clarify in our own intellectual space. And then cause and effect is directly related to our influences. And you know there's a lot of influences going on in our time and age. There's a lot of impact. There's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of changes. There's a lot of effects that we have put upon ourselves as well as others dominating the behaviors of life. There's a lot of conversation these days about don't give anyone your energy. I personally don't believe in that concept. I personally do not believe that you can give anyone your energy. 
you simply stop using your energy. But I haven't seen anyone on this planet yet, although I haven't seen all things, where they'll say, well, here, let me just hand over my energy to you for a while. And you just take it and do what you want with it. Enjoy it. Use as much as you like. I'll come back later and get some. So then if that's the case, you get what's left or if you get anything at all. Well, if you give your energy away, you're pretty much going to be uh, dead. <laughs> okay? You can't give it away. You can't sell energy. You can't bottle energy. You can't give it, you can't give it away. But you can stop using it. You can stop using your energy. And the body is going to eventually react, respond to slow or no movement. Whether it is through your brain waves or through your physical body or through your emotions. If you stop reverberating, recycling energy, something is going to happen inside your body. So we don't give it away. We stop using it. So when we are using dominating behaviors, we are sending out signals, vibration, gravity waves into the universe that says, hello universe, this is what I need. I'm telling you, I'm an emotional wreck. So send me back emotional wreck. Because emotional wreck is going to send back the mere reflection of emotional wreck. Like love is going to send back the mere reflection of love. Cause and effect. These tendencies are often caused by the desire to be driven because the world is telling us to be driven, to become tough, to become successful, and to have power, to seek self-determination in life. That's what the world is telling you. And we bring that into our environment. Some of us get sick because the energy is too heavy. Some of us become conflicted and confused because the energy is just so heavy. Not clear about its direction to go in. The effect can exhibit and lead to personality traits of arrogant and superiority behaviors or narcissistic behaviors. You can change the course of your life at any time by simply changing those invalid inputs we demonstrate daily. Think of it this way. Every time you create an intention, desire, or experience an emotional entanglement or impacted by self-destruction patterns, take time. Wait for a validation process from within to take place. If you get an inner trigger message saying, invalid input cannot be used. It can't be used. 
Because you've already used that trigger. You've already used that emotional entanglement. You've already used that destructive pattern. So your body, your mind, your spirit is saying invalid. Can't use that again. We're not putting that back in again. If your involuntary if and then process is testing the condition or state of the cause being put in action, then it's going to give you a response. Invalid inputs helps the, com the comparison process of recognizing previous experiences already used. A reminder to let you know you have been there before. This experience, life lesson, has been used before. Do you want to proceed? Do you want to save this information? Or do you want to delete it from your life? If your thoughts, actions, and deeds are valid for the cause, then it will generate a valid output response, such as you are able to proceed. It's okay. You haven't been here. You haven't had this experience. Cause and effect are not chaos creators. We have the ability to reflect back into the mirror of our own soul to see those dominant tendencies one holds deep within themselves. We are to polish our own mirror daily. Get the mud off so we can see clearly. So we are better able to understand the reason, the logic, or the rationality regarding the origin of the cause that we are creating. The origin of the reason we are doing this. The origin of the trigger that is causing us to react or behave a certain way so that we better understand the source of it, the root of it. We must be aware of how we involuntarily use our consciousness so we are able to obtain the most optimal effects and responses. That's what we need. Cause and effect will either be valid or invalid, rational or ir irrational, ordered or chaotic, good or evil. It's our choice how we create karma or good causes to have good effects in our lives. Think of cause, effect, process as a chain. The chain of cause and effect surrounds the most simplest experience or events we create for ourselves. Think about a chain. Think about a chain for a moment and, 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 and what it does. A chain keeps the movement of cause or its reason for being synchronized. A chain keeps the movement of cause or its reason for being synchronized with the expected effects. Putting it in place. The results, the impact. Putting 
into place the results, the impact, the outcome, or the relief that is needed as it returns back to the cause. Wow. From a chain perspective, I don't know if I want that kind of rippling effect unless I'm really putting out some good causes. Because one thing about a chain, when it hits you, it hurts, okay? <laughs> the effect in the chain experience is to hold together the flow of the cause. Hold together the flow of the reason. until the effect or outcome has appeared equally measured within your environment as fullness. Returning back to you, whether it is good or bad, as fullness. It can be good fullness coming into your environment, your lifestyle, or it can be bad full fulfillment coming into your lifestyle. When life decides to send us through a rigorous test resulting from our thoughts, actions, or deeds, our active thoughts and passive emotions will go through a deep examination and adjustment process. And adjustment process until the accumulated effect is made visible within that environment. I'm going to read that again. When life decides to send us through a rigorous test, through our thoughts, our words, our deeds, our actions, our reactions, our active thoughts and passive emotions will go through a deep examination and adjustment until the accumulated, until the accumulated effect, until the accumulated effect has been corrected or changed or modified within your life, world, and affairs, your environment. Our life and our environment are a principle of oneness. It cannot be separated. You can't have the self and not have an environment. You can't have an environment without the self. Describing itself as subject, self, and its environment, while the self and its environment appear to be two, they are not two. Life and, and, and its environment, its sentiment, being conscious or awake, or in sentiment, being unconscious or lifeless, are frequently considered to be separate because man always sees separation through his own need to control. Isn't that something? We all do it. Or have done it. Might do it again. But mystic law is the relationship between the self and the ultimate truth beyond our own intellectual comprehension. Cause and effect is the 
response versus the yield. It is our thoughts, works, and deeds and their effects. And it is the opportunity and the responsibility to create the type of cause and the type of effects we seek to experience. It's our responsibility to create the type of causes and the type of effects we seek to experience every day of our life. Whatever we infuse into the infinite cosmos, all of those energies derived from the cause and effect will evolve around ourself and our environment. So, in order to watch over what will come to be in our life, we must be conscious. We must be conscious of passing judgment from other past acts. We must be conscientious about our future functions. Being methodical before we respond. Being still or silent before we respond. And thinking about how we're going to respond or if we're going to respond based on the circumstance, the situation, the thing that we are engaging with or being triggered by or entangled with. Because the knowledge earned from our past experience come to help guide us in the future. But the question is, are we learning? While we live in our present and past moments, work and live are coming futures. Work and living is our coming future. I heard someone talk about today. Well, I want to manage every moment of my life until I die. I didn't even respond to something like that. Because you cannot manage every moment of your life until you die. It is just not going to happen. You have no control or no power over that. And because he put that out there, chances are he's going to get some feedback, that deep examination, that adjustment of change, of uncertainty that's going to pop up and will not be able to manage or control anything for the rest of his life. You see, our future self must have space for our future coming. We don't know what tomorrow holds. We haven't gotten there yet. 
And although we may have spoken words over our life and projected some good things or bad things or ugly things or marvelous, wonderful things over our life, we cannot control the effect. What it's going to look like when it shows up. What the outcome is going to be. Because when we think like that, our egotistic and selfish attempts to organize the universe around us is a very, very selfish attempt and a dangerous attempt because mankind cannot reverse the natural laws of the universe. Our selfish desires always seek a need to organize the universe around us, our own self. We can't organize the universe around our own self. We didn't create it, first of all. And we don't even have the power to change it. Because the cosmic force within the universe embraces all energies deriving from the cause and effect from the one who sent us here. We should apply ourselves to both the power of the universal force, cosmic force, and its strength of spirit energy in order to help make us progress. And become enriched, enriched by the effects that it has to offer in our experimentation for growth here on earth. But we have no power to change the course. The mystic law is not a force outside of the cosmos. It is within us. That's the cosmos that we should be working with. The true nature of the cosmos and of life is the fusion of our physical and spiritual laws of life. It is that fusion of the infinite. But we look, we operate. And we exist in finite environments. We look through finite lenses because we have not built the capacity to see far beyond what our eyes have shown us. So, I hope you've enjoyed this message this evening. This is Empress Q from Nirvana Lifestyle Network and the topic today was cause and effect, karma. What is our cause and effect? The mystic law of cause and effect within self and our environment. Whatever we create comes back to us 
through our environment and it is to us that we experience whatever it may be. So I hope that this lesson today has been useful and just give you something to think about because sometimes we have to stop and think about why am I having certain types of experiences? What am I not facing? What is the root cause of these things that continuously keep coming back to me? I keep having the same experience. I keep attracting the same type of people. I just continuously having finance problems or relationship problems or job problems or health problems. What is it that I am doing that I'm not paying attention to? And so our thoughts, words, and deeds is the root cause of every experience we have within ourselves and our environment. So again, I just hope that you have enjoyed this message today. I'm going to get back to my music in the background and in the foreground. And uh, soon, hopefully, I have to get some computer stuff done Um on my main computer but uh, I kind of like the music but it's okay because it's the message that's most important than the um, uh, than the music so I hope that you continue to follow me um, I'm gonna be coming on twice a week instead of three I was trying to do three four times a week but you know my schedule is kind of changing and shifting and I need time to make sure that I am coming up with um, topics that uh, are going to be um, thought-provoking as well as um, helping us all to learn how to follow the path from within. So there are times where I need to be still and quiet and be able to deliver to you uh, those most thought-provoking and useful messages that will help you to live not only your best life, but to help you design the type of life that you truly want to live. So this is Empress Q. I am signing off, and I hope you have a fabulous, wonderful, magnificent, healing, and brilliant weekend as I continue to follow the path from within with you. Shalom.